Let's get motivated. Let's get inspired. Let's get to the next level with the Joy for the Journey podcast with author Joy Gatson. Welcome, my fellow travelers, to the Joy for the Journey podcast. I'm your guide, Joy Gatson. This podcast is an experience that will bring you motivation, inspiration through stories, anecdotes, and interviews. So let our journey begin. Today, we are going to do part two of the topic that we started last week on systematic sisterhood shaming. And again, in the studio, I have Angie, the Empress. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) And I also have Naya Allen. Yes, hey. So I am so excited that you ladies decided to um, join me once again on the topic of systematic sisterhood shaming. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. I know um, last week we kind of talked about... where does this come from, right? Where mm-hmm, right. is it something that's learned? Is it something that we just kind of pick up over time? So I want us to go back to our our little girl selves, right? Okay, right. Our, you know, little Joy, little Angie, little right. Naya. <laughs> <laughs> so our little girl selves, and just kind of talk through some of the messages that we have that we have told ourselves. So for me, um, most of you know, if you listen to my first podcast, Black White Girl. I grew up in a predominantly white area, right? Mm-hmm. right? And so at that time when I was, you know, coming up, the the non-melanated wasn't checking for the little black girl. Right. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the messages that I told myself was based on their definition of beauty. Mm-hmm. So right. I really didn't have a good sense of my own self. Right. Mm-hmm. So with that, I was like, oh, well, my butt's too big or my hair is not curly enough or this, that, and the third. So Naya, have you ever had any experience like that? Yes, absolutely. Um, mine's words. I don't know if I talked about it last time, but there's a girl that set my hair on fire. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I was, I was bullied. Um, they used to tell me I got holes in my face because I got dimples and I got a booty chin. It was terrible. Oh, wow. So now I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not like other girls, and I, I just, I felt alone. Mm-hmm. And then I started putting up this wall, like, now I don't like my arms, I'm I'm too fat, like, you know, I don't want to show certain parts of my body. But I'm getting to a point in my life where I want to be me at my happiest point. Mm-hmm. So, if that makes any sense. It does. So, Angie, same question thrown over to you. Um, did you have any experiences like that when you were growing up? Absolutely. So, I was a tomboy, so I had all types of like <laughs> war marks so to speak and um I was called Scarface so yeah that it was pretty bad um I, I did have the bullying experience and all of that um as I became into uh, middle school age my mother decided to put us into um, the arts and once we got into the arts kind of all everything that everybody else said I was just like I don't care. I'm just here (laughs) kind of type thing, even though as an adult now, I still kind of think about the scars and the hyperpigmentation and all of that, just because if I don't have a makeup, I'm treated totally different. And it's like you almost have to fight for you to be like, no, you're going to respect me regardless of what you think, just because I'm looking X, Y, Z. So Definitely have had the experience of that. So let's talk about that um, because I think we've all experienced the, and I like the word that you use, the fight, right? Mm -hmm. When we may not look like someone else, even within our own race, even within our own culture, the fight that we have had to go through to be 
um, accepted mm-hmm. or to have our beauty and just who we are accepted. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like, what are some of the experiences of the fight that you have had? I'm going to throw it to Naya this time. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> the fight, literally, um, after I was bullied, my dad put me into boxing. Oh. oh. And I became this hard curl court girl, excuse me, I can't talk. Um, and now I'm I'm fighting and now I think I'm tough and nobody can mess with me. So that was my fight mm-hmm. within myself when I put that shield on. Now I'm I'm the tough girl. Now don't say nothing to me. And it <laughs> <laughs> right. And it turned into it turned into me losing myself, losing that little girl. I lost her mm-hmm. because I focused more on keeping those people away from me. And that was that was my fight mm-hmm. and getting out of it. And now people are looking at me like, oh, you changed. I changed because I'm trying to find my little girl out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Out of protection, mm-hmm. more so right. than out of. Uh, the outside right world, right? I'm fighting now. So let me ask. I'm gonna ask you this this question, Angie. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that fight mm-hmm. that we have on the inside and that we change, do you do you think or what is your thought on? Um, trying to think of how to ask the question. Mm-hmm. You know, does that play into how? Number one, how we see ourselves, like Naya said, yeah. now I'm in boxing and I'm now Layla Ali and I'm right. doing my thing, right? <laughs> right? And so now I'm fighting, mm-hmm. but then does that change the message now that we say to ourselves? Oh, it definitely does because you lose balance when you have to be overly you. And I, I hope that makes sense. Yes. yes. But like when you have to over. Um, express yourself in a way to other to make sure others have have it 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 kind of takes away from who you are so I know me personally I have discussions with myself <laughs> I think <laughs> we I all have, like, the little, yeah, like, yeah I have the little um what is it the little uh affirmation notes yeah. yes <laughs> we're okay this is what we're doing this is where we are you know right. and, and it's like you're gonna own it you're not gonna you know be apologetic about it and either they're gonna take it or they're not so yeah definitely there <laughs> I think one of the things I know that we talked about before we started um you know off cam off camera off mics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um is the is the coming to into your own right mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and being happy in the skin that you're in mm-hmm. I know that we talked about um just finding in your 40s that you just don't care anymore right I'm at I'm in my 40s but I'm in my 40s and I just don't care anymore Mm -hmm. you know I am happy finally becoming happy with me so if I look at joy now Mm -hmm. as opposed to little girl joy back then Mm -hmm. I was searching for that Mm -hmm. so how do we as mothers how do we as aunts how do we as women period um, help instill that message earlier into our young women, because <laughs> I know, right? That's that's right. that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. You know, but how do we instill that message of um, you are who you are, own who you are, earlier than say in your thirties and forties, and having to learn that lesson on your own? What do you think, Naya? Um, that's a perfect question for me because I, a lot of people don't know that I have a business called build a voice. Mm -hmm. I have a, a extra room in my house for homeless teens. 
um, where I allow them, we come up with a, a action plan and I allow them to get to know themselves a little better because nine times out of 10, them kids are running from something that they didn't like at home. So I allow them to be themselves and I just kind of critique it a little bit like, hey, you know, this is where you're messing up. I'm not telling you to do it but this is where you're messing up. I have them write in journals. I have them express themselves so that they don't have that, oh, I have to please everybody type, you know, thing, mm -hmm. because that's where it starts. When you try to please everybody, you start to lose yourself. So I try to teach them that they have a voice because I didn't talk until I was seven years old because I felt like I didn't have a voice. So that's where build a voice came from. And I actually do reach out to teens and try to manipulate that, that negativity. Sorry, y'all. No, that's okay. <laughs> so let me ask you this then in the, in the uh, vein of, I need to have a voice. Um, do you do you feel like a lot of our young women don't have voices, which is why we which is why maybe they or even us, mm -hmm. you know, look at the different people on TV. Oh, I want to be like this celebrity. And if I just dress like this person, then I will be accepted if I wear my hair this way, whatever that message is. Right. Is it a matter of I'm doing that because I want to be accepted mm. or yeah, I want to be accepted. What are you thinking, Angie? I think absolutely, absolutely. Uh, everybody wants to be accepted, right? Um, it takes a lot of confidence. It takes a lot of um, self-worth and knowing and somebody instilling that into you and self-development that you are who you are. You don't need validation from anyone else. Are you happy? And that's because you're the one who's going to make you happy. So that's really what it comes down to. And if you're looking outside of yourself for that, I don't think I don't think you're ever going to get it. Like no. you're just going <laughs> just going to be a, like a replaying thing like, "Oh, let me try this. Oh, let me try that." Uh, but that's not me. Let me try it anyway, just mm -hmm. because I want this right. person to, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. So maybe the so maybe the sisterhood shaming doesn't necessarily come from outside. Mm -hmm. It's something that comes from inside yeah, first. Yeah. And then we just kind of roll with yeah. it over time, mm -hmm. which turns into us feature shaming. Because right. we've done it first to ourselves. Right. Right? Oh yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. before you can let anybody else do anything to mm -hmm. you, you know, you've already done it to yourself. What's the saying that um uh how people treat you you know you tell people how to treat you yeah or you show people, you how, to teach treat people you. how to treat yes. you yes that's it yeah. that's it so mm -hmm. maybe it's the same thing with the systematic sisterhood shaming maybe it's just you know we've already we've taught people how mm -hmm. to shame us we've right. taught people what our we've showed them what our insecurities right. are oh yeah do you know what i mean yeah. we've shown you that mm -hmm. my, my one of my favorite sayings is hurt people hurt people oh yeah. yes and w if you hurt yourself you're hurting people and you're spreading that that disease to other people and now we we're all feeling it mm. so that i just felt like that that was perfect for what you just said hurt people hurt people mm -hmm. so i'm gonna switch gears real quick mm -hmm. and so we've talked about the shaming from a physical aspect um what about from the mental aspect of it you know, how do we, because we were so used to, well, we've been used to, and we've conditioned ourselves to physically, to physically shame each other. Mm -hmm. What's the mental implication of that? Hmm. I know I just gave y'all a good one. Didn't yeah, I? you did. <laughs> so the first thing when you, um, 
spoke about uh, the mental of that, the first thing that came to mind was parents. Mm-hmm. What, where in our processing did our parents make us feel that way, whether they meant to or not? Where did we accept that from mm. our parents? Um, just because for me, you know, speaking with my mom when I was a kid, for whatever reason, I would get my feelings hurt so easily when she, and she's just simply talking to me and my feelings would be so hurt. And I, like, as an adult, I'm like, why was my feelings hurt? Like, I don't understand. Right, you know? right. So it's, it's something in our processing of uh, what it was that our parents was kind of con- trying to convey that I feel like it may have got misconstrued, at least for me, anyway. What about you, Naya? Um, well, I actually do have, I, I talk in my podcast about having mental health issues. And I feel like it, like Angie said, it roots from, um, our childhood, um, how we perceive ourselves and the others around us that's teaching us things. You know, we're like sponges as kids. Mm-hmm. So whatever you see your adults doing, um, you kind of piggyback off of that. And that creates that mental aspect. And then you got all these thoughts running around and d- you you basically shut down yourself, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like that mental aspect of it is is very important to uh, get down to the bottom of the sister systematic sisterhood (laughs) shaming shaming yes yes the three s's the systematic sisterhood shaming so if we change our what i'm what i'm hearing Mm -hmm. is it really starts with the messaging that um we allow others to give to us Yep. And then the tape that we continue to play, like that yes. self-fulfilling prophecy. If someone yeah. tells you that you're not beautiful or you're not this and you're not right. that, right. then we begin to internalize that. And we begin to say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not beautiful. Oh, no, you know, this individual over right. here. Now, that's the definition of beauty when in all actuality for people of color, for women of color, mm-hmm. we're all beautiful. Right? I mean, the fact that we come in different shapes, shapes sizes, colors, shades, colors, <laughs> you know, all of the things that right. we are, um, we're all beautiful. Right. And it doesn't, it shouldn't matter um, what other people say to us. So I, I, my takeaway from this conversation, mm-hmm. um, having a daughter, who I believe is just the most beautiful individual in the world. Not mm-hmm. only is she smart, but she is just beautiful. She's super funny. She's probably gonna be like, Mom, I can't believe you said that. But <laughs> but she is. And to be honest with you all, she inspires me every day to want to be better. Yes, that part. To want to be better. That so, <laughs> y'all, this has been an awesome conversation. So what I want to do real quick, I'm going to throw it to you, Angie. Okay. What's, what are two things that you're taking away from this conversation today? I own me unapologetically. Excuse me, unapologetically. I own me unapologetically. You own you unapologetically. I love it. I love it. Naya, what about you? What are you taking away from this here conversation today? I'm taking away um, helping. I want to be that change. Okay. That's what comes to my mind with this conversation. I want to be that change. What I thank you. What yeah. I'm taking away from this conversation is this I am who I am mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I'm never going to apologize for it. So the same yeah. with you, Angie. Yeah. So y'all, thank you so much for listening to us today. Real quick, what I want to let you know is uh, check out my girl Naya on her podcast, um, yes. Mother to Child, correct? Yes, My Mother's Child. My Mother's Child. <laughs> check out Naya. Check her out on her podcast. The other thing I want you to do um, is if you are looking for a place to, you know, relax, relate, release, and get around some good, positive women, check out Dr. Leah Love over at She Sweets. Um, which is located in Fairline, Ohio. The address there is 2950 West Market Street, Suite J. And if you can't remember the address, give her a call. The phone number is 234-738-4097. Check out Dr. Leah Love and the Love Squad. Again, this has been your host, your guide, Joy Gatson. And may you find joy along your path.